Pinch me, I must be dreaming. Borough put four past Preston to win 4-0 at home and play some of the best football I've ever seen a Borough team play. It's the Uruguayan curls one in. What is up guys, welcome back to another episode of Project Borough. Today we're going to be talking about Borough's recent win at home to Preston North End. Four goals to nil it was, which restored Borough's gap back to Sheffield United to three points, given that the Blades did not play this weekend in the league and were in the FA Cup instead. But Borough, welcome to Preston North End team, who, as I said in my last episode, very good form coming into this game. Found a bit of consistency, especially away from home. A very, very good side. I think they were unbeaten in their last seven away games, or maybe it was their last seven overall, but they'd come in with very good form. And honestly, was very nervous about this game. Not as nervous as I was when we played Stoke, but I did have a couple of hesitations that, you know, there's possibility that Preston could cause us a few problems. Um, and the longer the game went the more they'd maybe have confidence that they'd be able to snatch something from the game. But from the get-go, Borough were just absolutely on it. And honestly, I mentioned midweek game against Stoke. It was a Borough side that was the most disjointed I'd ever seen under Carrick in terms of our passing. Players not on the same wavelength. But this was Borough at their best. In fact, it was better than their best. I think this is probably the most complete performance um, and the most enjoyable performance I've seen from a Borough side in years. And this tops the 5-0 win against Reading. Um, you know, most of the other performances this season have been great. But we're going up against a team here who were in good form. A team not to be sniffed at. A team who were, you know, in, in a good place. And this could be a very underappreciated win. Um, given how many goals we've put past a team who were very solid defensively. And like I say, we're in good form. And... We started fantastically well, instantly. The passing, the movement, it was slick, it was smooth. It was just so great to watch. And Borough took an instant grip on the game. And like they did in the midweek game, we took the lead first. And again, of course, who else but Tuba Akpom. Goal number 24 in the league now. Ridiculous. He's not even breaking records at this rate. He's just creating his own records. It's honestly amazing that he's on 24 goals and I still continue to just be mesmerised by the turnaround of a guy who wasn't even in the plans of our old manager at the start of the season. It's mental, but an unbelievably well-worked goal. Great link-up play between Cameron Arch and Tuberak Pom. Beautiful one-touch football in and around the Preston area and Tuberak Pom got the ball in the box. Great pass from Arch, a great first touch from Akpom and he poked it home to make it 1-0. And despite Borough's dominance... Despite us looking a lot better than we did on Tuesday, I still had that little doubt in the back of my mind that made me think we would like this against Stoke on Monday. Uh, on Tuesday, we started well, 1-0 up, um, and then we just completely dropped off a cliff. And I remember uh, turning to my friend who I was at the game with saying, let's not get carried away. We were in this position on Tuesday, and look what happened. But we were just still in great control, had a good grip of the game. Preston did have a good spell, it has to be said. They had a good spell uh, when we were 1-0 up. Had a few half chances, I'd say. Nothing 
that tested Zach Steffen too much, but you know, despite us worrying that maybe history would repeat itself like it did against Stoke, we went in to the end of the half, still 1-0 up. And for me, the longer the game went on and Borough were in the lead, the harder it would be for Preston to get back into it. And Preston made a change at half-time, which I think tipped the game in Borough's favour. They took Ryan Ledson out of midfield and put an extra striker up front with Troy Parrott, obviously chasing the game. And... Them giving up a midfielder completely turned the tables and made this already a tough task even tougher for Preston North End. And once they had took a man out of midfield, Borough were allowed to just take even more of a grip on this game. And the second half performance honestly was scintillating at times. We were absolutely unbelievable like fantastic the, the control and the passing and the movement the chance creation the slickness of our as our player we were on rails essentially it was absolutely unbelievable and we got our second goal Cameron Archer of course against his former club Preston fans do not worry we've been there many times before us Borough fans when an old striker has come back to haunt us but Cameron Archer did put Borough two goals ahead fantastic play down the left hand side Archer going up against a very very big defender um, did really well sort of dummied him into a, into a move defender went past the ball Archer cut back inside on his right foot and it was a fantastic finish into the far corner giving us that two goal cushion and at that point you feel like there's no way back for Preston I I felt confident at 2-0 that that was the game for Borough um, you know Preston went, maybe would have got one but I never could have seen them got two and six minutes later Cameron Archer made it sure as he made it 3-0 and again fantastic move down the left hand side Giles to Akpom the Akpom Archer combination and the finish from Cameron Archer was beautiful it was low it was precise it was drilled into the corner great connection and just another example as to why Cameron Archer is one of the best finishers in the league. He is absolutely clinical when given the time and the space to have a shot on goal. A fantastic goal here from him. And 3-0 all but ended a game that was already completely over. But it wasn't helped by a red card for Bambo Diaby, who'd already received a yellow earlier in the game. Akpom nicked the ball, counter-attacking through and would have been an on goal. Would he have got a... Uh, you'd like to think Akpom in the goal-scoring form would have put us four up from there. And maybe, you know, Bambo Diabe, it's 88 minutes, 3-0 down. Maybe he's best to just let that one go and ensure he doesn't get himself suspended for the next couple of games for his team. But he did make contact with Akpom. I don't know if he maybe um, decided to, to bring him down when he did because it was outside the box as opposed to giving away a penalty. But he always, I'd imagine, have known... You know, it was a second yellow card. Put them down to 10 men. And Alex Mowat with a fantastic effort. He's a player who I've, you know, not really grown to be too fond of in a Borough shirt. I think he's been quite mediocre. Um, but he would have made up for a lot of that if he'd have put that free kick in. And I was saying again to my friend at the game, when was the last time Borough scored a direct free kick? I can't remember it. Um, but he was so very close here. It was almost perfect. How he got it up and over from there, I honestly don't know. It was right in the top corner. It just hit the bar and uh, bounced in front of the line. A great effort 
from Alex Mowat, but Borough weren't done, still pressing for even more goals as we often do and it come again from the left hand side, again from Ryan Giles who I think has now equaled Adama Traore's assist tally from 27-2018, or 17-18, sorry, and has double figures for assists this season. A great low cross. And I've got to say, Marcus Force, the finish, pardon the pun, was brilliant. A beautiful finish from the Finn. And uh, that finished the game, and it was a 4-0 victory for the Borough. An incredible performance and against a very good team, like I say, we, we cannot underappreciate Preston. They are a fantastic side, very well drilled, very hard to break down. But Borough just got a grip of the game and never let it go. I think one of the stats I saw, which was quite a scary stat for a Preston point of view, is one of their better players recently, Tom Cannon, their forward, completed only three passes in the whole 90 minutes, which just shows how isolated and starved he was of chances. But yeah, from a Borough point of view, as you can see, unbelievable ratings across the board. Um, I would have probably gave my man of the match to Cameron Archer, getting the two goals um, against his former club. Two very good finishes. I thought he, he really did run the channels really well. He was up against some really, really big, tough defenders, and he held the ball up extremely well, brought others into play. Of course, Akpom is always in, in with a shout, as well as Marcus Force, who started his first game for a while here and was fantastic. But, you know, across the board, the defence, Giles, everyone. The midfield was great. Um, and Borough were absolutely outstanding in that game. And I am just purring and I'm still just astonished that this is becoming normal for Borough. Five past Reading, four past Preston. It was once a rarity that Borough ever scored more than three. So to, just to see us on 69 goals now, the second highest in the league, um, and playing the football we are, it is what... Borough fans have dreamed of for years, even when we were successful in the Karanka, it was more meticulous, more pragmatic. Even when we were, you know, solid in the Premier League, we were very pragmatic. But this is the most free-flowing, just eye-catching, wonderful Borough side I think I've ever seen in my life. And I was born in 96, I don't remember the late 90s Borough teams. Um, my earliest memories were sort of the League Cup winning team and the UEFA Cup team, who of course were better teams for what they achieved but I don't think the football was this good so I, I feel confident that I'm watching the best Borough team I've ever seen and I just don't want it to end and I want to try and savour every moment of it because it is honestly incredible what Carrick has done in the period and where he's took this team from where we were the goal difference we now have as well as our league position it's a job that I think you see once I don't even know how often. It is astonishing what he's done. And the result of that means that Borough do close the gap to three to Sheffield United. As we know, Sheffield United did play in the Cup this weekend, so they've got that game in hand once again. However, they won in that quarter-final. They beat Blackburn 3-2, which means Sheffield United have another game to contend with in the back end and in the running of this season. And it is a FA Cup semi-final against Manchester City at Wembley. So you look at the congestion of fixtures that Sheffield United have in April. They have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games in April. And is that even including the Man... I don't even think that's including the Manchester City game, which I think 
replaces the Huddersfield game on the 22nd of April. So it is still eight games, I think, but they're going to have to squeeze the Huddersfield game in. They've also got their game in hand. I think it might be um, the Preston game or maybe the West Brom games their game in hand. So they've now got a game in hand because of the game they played today. Another game in hand um, in terms of the fact that they've got to play Manchester City and their focus, of course, will be on promotion. But when you've got a, a game at Wembley... A chance to make the FA Cup final? How are Sheffield United going to balance their priorities um, when it gets to that period with resting players, injuries, their focus, where's it going to be? Um, I, I think that could, that could play an interesting part come in the running with Sheffield United. Um, yeah, where's their heads going to be, their focus, their priority? It's just an extra little thing that could go Borough's way. But yeah, as it stands, the gap is three. Um, results also went our way this weekend. Luton dropped points. Um, can't remember who it was against off the top of my head. Sunderland, of course. Our neighbours did actually do us a favour this week and drop points. Blackburn didn't play, of course. They were in the cup. Millwall lost to Huddersfield, which was a shock. So, yeah, points went in our favour. The gap to Luton's now three. The gap to Blackburn's six. The gap to Millwall is seven. And we are now comfortably ten points inside the playoffs, which with only, what is it, nine, eight games remaining, you'd like to think a playoff place is all but secure and we can focus ahead. But the big question that I've seen is, as we head into the international break, is will Borough catch Sheffield United? And if so, when? And I can't believe this is a question. Maybe it's a bit of an arrogant question, but... If we catch Sheffield United, when is the best time to catch Sheffield United? Because I just feel like the redemption arc of Tuberakpom, the rise with, with Carrick, the football we're playing, and the momentum at the moment, I feel like Borough are on a crash course with Sheffield United. Now, whether I believe that we're going to catch them is another question. Whether I believe we're going to be ahead of them on the final day is another question. But I do believe we will clash at one point. And whether we are on the same points... At this point, goal difference would put us ahead, which is another big thing worth talking about. You know, the recent 5-0 win, 4-0 win, the goals we've scored recently has gave us a better goal difference than Sheffield United, which in my opinion is equivocal to a, an extra point. So we don't have to finish above them anymore. We can finish level with them. So that's another additional thing that falls in Borough's favour. And I just feel like there's an aura of just destiny that Borough are meant to pull this off. And we're going to do it. I just have this feeling in my gut that we're going to do it. Um, but I don't want us to do it too soon. I, I kind of want us to steer the chases until the very end. And it's a risky game to play because one game on the end of the season could just flip it. And they you know, it could allow Sheffield United to crawl over the line. But I feel like if Borough can crawl past them with a game to go. And we have that final day against Coventry to just get over the line. I feel like that's perfect. But if we get ahead of them too early and we become the chased, I don't know how we'll react. I don't know how we'll deal with being the, the team getting chased. Suddenly the pressure's on us. How will we react? And I think if they go behind the Sheffield United, that will give them an added motivation, a new lease of life to think, we're not, we're not losing out after being second for most of the season. And, and it'll give them that additional push to catch us. Um, whereas at the minute, I feel like they're a bit vulnerable there's talk of them getting a points deduction or maybe going into administration uh, because of finance difficulty. They're having to turn stuff off at the stadium to avoid uh, you know, their money dropping below the, the threshold for them to, to go into administration. It's not, it doesn't seem happy, it doesn't seem content. 
uh, Sheffield United. It feels far from a stable ship at the moment. It feels like there's a couple of holes appearing and they're slowly sort of sinking a bit. Um, you know, Heckenbottom mentioned in midweek that they were watching Borough's game against Stoke and they were happy that we, um, you know, happy that we didn't win. Whereas we just seem very relaxed. We're just going about our business, um, riding this crest of the wave and that's going to take us, I think, inevitably onto them and overtaking them. I just hope it's not too early because I know Borough and even though this is a different Borough side, I just don't know how we'd react to going ahead late on the season. Uh, maybe we'd just run away but I just don't think we would. I feel like Sheffield United would cling on and this will go all the way. I just feel like Borough could just nick it, but we'll see. It's all very exciting. Of course, Borough do return after the international break. Two weeks to wait now, which I'm not too bothered about. I feel like it's, you know, we're in good form, but we can recharge our batteries, come back. Huddersfield away is the game we come back to, heading to a team who, yes, are in the relegation zone, yes, haven't been great. They've won two games since Warnock come in, but he's a former Borough manager. He could very well play a part, um, and it could be difficult for us. But you know, the injury list Huddersfield have got, the form they've had, it's not good. Um, the win against Millwall was a standout win, but they might not be able to carry that momentum all the way now with the international break. You look before that, their form has been horrific. Their only win before that was Birmingham, which is nothing to shout about. So. I'm confident Borough can go there and do a job. How easy it will be, I don't know. I think it'll either be a grind or we'll absolutely walk it. But I think we will get the three points coming back from the international break. And as for Sheffield United, I believe they come back and play Norwich. Which, yeah, it's a game that is tough. Let's not forget on paper, this is a tough game. Carrow Road, but Norwich are a side who are so inconsistent at the minute. I honestly don't know. If they turn up Norwich they'll get something and Borough will close the gap. But I very much also think that Norwich could just not turn up and Sheffield United could win. It, it, it could go either way. Like Sunderland, it could go either way with that. But, you know, they've got a tough game coming back to go to Carrow Road. Hopefully Norwich will do us a favour there, nick some points off Sheffield United and we will get that a little bit closer. But even then, there is still, even though it feels like it's around the corner, there's still... A long way to go, in a sense. Um, what a ride we're going to be in for come the final few games. But that is it for this episode of Project Borough, guys. If you've enjoyed it, thank you very much for watching. Do hit the like button as it really does help support the video and the channel and helps it get found on the YouTube algorithm. Subscribe for much more content to come. I, of course, do other content here on the channel. I'm going to try and do some other football-related content in the international break. Jump back on my FIFA 23 career mode as well. And I'll also have some golf career mode coming in the next few weeks as well, which will be rather interesting. But if you do want to check out more expert punditry of the Borough games, of course, do check out the Borough Breakdown podcast. Great guys who I do work for on the podcast as well. Check them out. They're the best around for Borough content. But until next time, guys, thank you very much for watching. And I will see you all next time.